0: Welcome to the Wits Up Podcast Expert Edition. I am very excited. Uh, my adrenals are firing because uh, I can hear I can hear you laughing in the background. I'm trying to use all the uh, correct terminology, uh, but. I am pumped up uh, and excited to welcome for the first time, but not the first time on the Wits Up platform, the first time on the Wits Up podcast, Katie Gray. Welcome, my friend.
1: Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, Just (laughs) listening to you use adrenal terminology cracks me (laughs) up.
0: Um, for, for those of you out there who haven't heard the name Katie Gray, you might know her uh, as Katie Petaccini. Uh She um, has played a massive role in my life and trying to help me, uh, I guess, get healthy a few years ago when I got quite sick. Uh, and I think I'd like to refer to you as my life wingman. Is that okay?
1: Oh, I love
0: that! I haven't had that one before. <laughs> I'm taking it, I'm running with it. Totally, you you could be the wing wing woman, I guess I should say uh, to many people out there. But le- can you please help explain um, why you think I've got you on the Wits Up podcast right now? In I guess in this current climate, what we're all going through. H- h- describe yourself. Go. <laughs>
1: The best way to summarise me would be that uh, being referred to as the hormone nerd, uh, I really thrive on all conversations hormone related, for guys and girls, and uh, women in sport in particular. And a couple, well, it was quite a few years ago now when you weren't well. We tried to wrangle your hormones and your brain, <laughs> and you saw the light. <laughs> Uh, In terms of a world of uh, seeing performance from a wider lens, that it needed integration of wellness for optimal health and longevity in sport. And it can take people a long while to have that moment of clarity that it's not just about the training and nailing that aspect. There's so much more to performance. And in the current climate where performance and training plans are very much up in the air, what we can control are the wellness aspects and other elements to performance for longevity but also to build that really great platform going into the next season for whenever we do know that races are happening. And so I would say I'm here because I've rocked your world (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) and you to share that
0: <laughs> it's true a, a, a couple of weeks ago uh we had uh my good friend kendall mcdowell on the podcast and you know kendall I love
1: um kendall very much
0: is she yes she's uh, one of a kind that's for sure um i can vouch for the Kendall it, hug oh my god it, hands down the best hug ever ever she knows the link balance that's for sure but if it was anyone else who lingered that long it would be creepy and awkward but she just I don't know I don't know what it is about her it just it just keeps lingering but it's okay it's really special I had
1: a moment like that recently um so our our doula came over after um, giving birth to Bodhi she just walked in said hello to Mick came to me gave me a hug and there was just that extra moment of linger and just tears rolled Mm. down my face she didn't have to say anything and i felt held and heard and supported i was like this is amazing
0: (laughs) oh man that just that extra two seconds of uh contact by the right person and it's something special and at at the moment we're we're all kind of missing that um big time Oh. Mm, that contact for sure, which we'll get to that um, uh, later on. But the reason I wanted you on this podcast is, um, like I was saying with Kendall, I just I want to share my people with our community um, because I I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Wits Up wouldn't be where it's at today without uh, my people in my corner. And you are 100%... One of those people in so many more ways than I think you can even imagine. Um, I know you know how you can help me, but there's so much more to just those obvious things that you've done for me. Um, so thank you for that. Um, we might get to them, but we'll see. <laughs> careful, careful. But- <laughs> I'm ten
1: weeks postpartum. <laughs> you gonna make me cry.
0: <laughs> that is my goal. <laughs> um. Well, that's another thing I should just touch on as well. 10 weeks postpartum and you've agreed to do this. Um, So thank you. I appreciate. Time is very, very precious at the moment. And from what I understand, little mate hasn't had the best run in the last couple of days in terms of sleep. So um, if it goes silent on your end, I'll assume that you've just fallen asleep. asleep. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Thanks. I appreciate the compassion.
0: (laughs) Yep, totally. I'll just keep chatting amongst myself until you wake up again um but so anyway back to why i want you on here the i think i think you're brilliant i think that you have a voice that needs to be heard you've got uh experience knowledge that um is sitting in that little brain of yours and i just i want to pick it apart and i want i want people to learn from you because i just i th- quite honestly i think you're an undertapped resource in our industry um and i just want to shine a light on you and give you more of a platform uh to, sh- to share your knowledge
1: thank you that's really special and um i look forward to it i've been doing it for a number of years now and i uh, mm. look forward to doing it even more
0: all right, so let's let's get stuck into what what you're all about and um and ha- how we can shed a bit of light on, on on a few sort of subject matters at the moment. Um, one of the things that I mean, let's start with the, the hormone nerd. That's how I guess that's how you were first introduced to the Wits Up audience. I think you said it was five years ago now.
1: Yeah, I got a Facebook memory this morning. Uh, reminding me of uh, a series of content that we released five years ago on WitsUp called the Hormone Nerd Series, and that was when I launched my ebook called Healing the Grumpy Athlete. And so, in the year title. prior to that, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the year prior to that I'd been writing and researching and, and developing that content which came about through my own burnout experience uh, that was quite extreme and I had that background in exercise science but that wasn't really the pivotal thing it was my personal experience of doing, quote-unquote, all the right things from a performance aspect, doing the training, following what my coaches had said and just not responding and breaking down. And at the time, so in development of that book, that was the other thing we did that's called Coming Back to Me, um, you mm. helped me put a survey out to the uh, oh, yeah. endurance world and we surveyed women in endurance in regards to hormonal symptoms that they were experiencing when we got those results back that was when all the the lights went off for me i was like i'm not alone i'm not the only one suffering like this and i'm not a minority either and that's Mm. when it was highlighted how important it was to shed light on this aspect that people are experiencing so they don't feel alone but to provide the education to uh help them come out the other side of any issues that they are experiencing that they may or might no, may or may not know are related to hormonal health and performance
0: okay so since since five years ago I guess when the wits up audience started to learn about um, Katie Pettuccini back then uh, now Katie gray what what sort of changes Or have you seen any changes within uh, the triathlon community, but I guess the the greater endurance community as as well?
1: Oh, I have immensely uh, in a really positive way, which I'm really proud of. I'm a small part of that um, in terms of opening up conversations. And uh, when you had the Wits Up Mothers Group last week, I really reflected on Uh, how far the industry has come in terms of being open about talking uh, about periods and breastfeeding and birth and postpartum and hormones in general and how it relates to performance. Uh, I've seen a lot more professional athletes do posts on social media about it, uh, in general conversation, the emails I get. Like it it has absolutely expanded. Like five years ago I think I was – (laughs) Looked at like a bit of a weirdo. Yeah. What do you mean? We need to talk about periods and training. It's not relevant. And I was really trying to push something that wasn't being received. And that was challenging in the beginning. uh, But right now, everyone is open to it, welcome to it, wants it, and is searching for that information. Because people have certainly come to the realization that you don't have to push yourself so hard to breaking point to achieve optimal performance there's there's a better way we don't have to uh put ourselves at risk of infertility or struggling to have babies or being like what you experience, just unable to get out of bed you know mm. and feeling like you're just suffering alone like all your mates can keep up the training why can't you and that's a horrible mm. feeling. And so I think more and more people are realising that there's there's a, there's a smarter way to do things. And, and I've been really uh, pleased to see that change.
0: And it's, sorry, I was going to say, um, and f- for for me, it wasn't just about the training and the performance aspect of things in terms of swim, bike, run. It was you know, everything that I sort of put into to training and actually doing triathlon is what I was putting into every single part of my life. So, uh, and I know that you know this, uh, but for the listeners out there, when you talk about that, it, it can refer to every different part of your life. So work, for example, we're busting our ass to do, to hit deadlines and Um, you know, achieve certain performances in work. So I assume when you're talking about training, it's not just the stress of training physically on your body, it's the stress of the other things that we're doing in our life as well that you can refer to. Is that that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We've got to give respect to everything that's going on. So as a coach, I recommend, uh, say, if someone is doing a week of night shift their level of recovery and rejuvenation practices needs to be higher uh, or their training volume needs to be lower or their intensity needs to be lower the, those things need to be manipulated uh let's say you have some personal stress going on in your world and that could be ex- as extreme as losing a loved one or it could be that you're having difficult um conversations and relationship upheavals mm. There there's a spectrum, and it's it's all stressors, and we have to just give respect to all that going on, uh, and not tough it out. Mm. And even though I know we all lack to portray that toughness, um, it's
0: <laughs> what are you? Talking, what, what do you mean? Are you talking? To, are you talking directly? I might be at talking me?
1: directly to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as a as a recovering tough it outer. Um, I get it. (laughs) Now I just surrender.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Okay. So um, I heard this, I, I actually can't even remember where I heard it from. It may have been you that, and someone said that the body can't necessarily distinguish between different stresses. So whether it be mental, emotional, physical, is that, is that like a very simplistic, but, quite clever way of looking at stress and the way that it affects your body and your hormones.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you might have just uh, remembered the content from that blog 5 years ago. <laughs> so one <laughs> one of one of them says exactly that. So well. Done. Oh, good. And,
0: so
1: I've been quoting you students. for years. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so a great way to look at stress. And when I'm talking about stress, it can be mental, physical, perceived or actual. They're the four things I think you were referring to. Uh. And with so, for example, um, the, the way to highlight that could be, and I think you relate to this, you could be on a holiday. I know, what's that? Uh, on <laughs> some tropical island in the sunshine, completely free of any commitments But you could still be stressed if you are perceiving stress in your mind by ruminating and thinking about what's left back at home to worry about or what there is to worry about in the future. So your environment might be stress-free but your perceptions Mm. aren't. So there's perceived stress. And what's important to know is that perceived stress creates the same physical response in terms of a hormonal cascade, than uh, an actual stress response, whether that's a training or an argument or being sick or being in isolation. Mm. (laughs) Who knew that that would be a new term? Um, So people to bring awareness to that is really important because I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up In life, and I feel like that's one of the opportunities of this current situation that we're in. That Mm. it's an opportunity for everyone to take stock, slow down, and there's a difference between slowing down and calming down.
0: Um, Oh, can you mm -hmm. explain that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, same (laughs) thing. I was just about to.
1: (laughs) You could. I'll use a training analogy. Let's say you could um, you slowed your pace down in training, but you were stressing about that, and you're constantly putting pressure on yourself to go faster, harder, keep up, etc. It's completely negating the benefits of backing off. Right. So there's a difference between slowing down and calming down. And so, for example, if someone is um, showing signs of uh, breakdown and struggle but they're near a peak race of performance what they're not going to want to do is back off volume and intensity so what you need to bring in is more calm so through training belly breathing after training legs up the wall meditation mindfulness recovery there's all the things that we'll get into That that's that component of um, you can still get hormonal Uh, hello, baby brain, Uh, homeostasis (laughs) Uh, without completely taking everything off your plate, which is what I think a lot of athletes fear is uh, reduced training or reduced intensity or not being able to do anything. And unfortunately what I see all too often, and this is what you experienced and I experienced, is there becomes a point where you no longer have a choice. Your body forces you to slow down. So what I'm saying is, choose yep. to calm down earlier, so you don't have to slow down later.
0: Right. Where were you before I had this breakdown? Oh, that's right. I'm... You were trying to warn me <laughs> that it was happening. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's where I was. Uh, right. I actually.
1: Screaming I... at you, mate.
0: You and um, Snowy, I remember being on the sunny coast and I was on to my my fourth coffee um, and you were both just like, like I I could almost see you looking at each other with knowing glances. (laughs) Like, have you tried telling it? Yep, I've tried telling her. Yep, she's probably, this is probably going to happen and we're just going to have to coach her out of it.
1: (laughs) And And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) And then we had our secret staff conventions. (laughs) of What what are we going to (laughs) do? (laughs)
0: oh shit uh and also feel free to use me as an example and throw me under the bus throughout this chat because i feel like i have a pretty good example for our audience
1: (laughs) (laughs) as am i like i don't shy away from the fact that i know all this because i did all the wrong things
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely and i mean mate we're learning from our experiences well, hopefully, every day. Um, but what I wanted to get to is, and, and obviously, um, you're working well with Wits Up in terms of all of this. And I'll just call it all of this stuff because you can come in with the actual correct terminology. But all of this stuff that you talk about um, relates really well to people within the sport of triathlon because we're all, you know, trying to achieve. Um, the best out of ourselves and we're we're highly motivated and uh, driven people. So it works in really well. But I guess right now, the way that I would love to sort of learn a little bit more from you is what's happening in the world right now. And you've already mentioned it, the, the isolation and and what, what are some practical things that we can do? Well, sorry, what do you think is happening to a lot of people at the moment um, in terms mm. of hormone levels and um, uh, reactions? Um, and then w- what are some of the practical things that we can do? And I guess – and then further to that, my res- I, I find a lot of this stuff a bit fluffy and you know that. <laughs> I <laughs> And we've discussed it. And so it. will a lot of and people listening. Totally. And that's why – I love talking to you because you kind of, I don't know, I feel like with me you break through the fluffiness and you find ways to sort of educate um, and guide me into different things that you know that I'm quite resistant to. Um, So anyway, so, well, for example, I tried to do some yoga the other day and I'm like, if this woman says to me one more time, like, Imagine Breathe. your fingers are rain. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Also, I'm not a fan of people telling me what to do. But, <laughs> you know, there was the whole, like, I like, I just want to do a stretching session. I don't want to be told that my f- fingers are raindrops coming down from
1: What the, yoga were you doing?
0: I don't know. And, but well, no, there's like saluting a sun and, or the sun, I should say. There's only one um, that I'm aware of. Um... <laughs> Who knows, like conspiracy theorists at the moment might say something else and there might be sevens. I don't know. Anyway, um, see, so so you know my brain. That's that's my brain in a nutshell. just oh, goes so what are we going to do? So, <laughs> calming down is not my greatest skill, but I am trying. Um, but, yes, the yoga, I was just like, I just want to stretch. Just stop. Okay, so I don't, <laughs> <yeah>. perfect <laughs> example. I'm going to use
1: Stephanie's example you have to do what works for you like it's not <laughs> for me I used to be immensely resistant to yoga until I found the hot hut where I go now and it's for me it's like going to a retreat I bliss out I feel immensely calm there and leaving and it's incredible and it took me years and years to get to that place of loving yoga and finding what works for me but if doing a damn yoga class gets you more worked up and stressed what's the point don't do it it's like why what, what
0: works for you what makes you think that it was getting me worked up <laughs> oh, oh, no clue no clue whatsoever
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, when you posted that um, you wanted recommendations i was like
0: uh-oh <laughs> not gonna love this <laughs> Yeah, but and do you know what? Someone, actually a lot of people recommended, um, uh, is it Adrian or Ariel or Adriel or the one that's got the dog. So I was like, all right, well, they're speaking my language. So I did day one of her 30-day thing, yoga challenge Mm -hmm. or whatever. I'm like, okay, it's got a dog. She said the word challenge. She's she's speaking my language. Cool. And I did it. And to be fair, I thought that um, she had quite a nice balance of, Spirit fingers and sun and earth and heart and stuff, and then she would joke about things as well. Like so, I was like, oh, "Okay, she's she's kind of funny, cool. I got this." But the dog never showed up in the first episode, and it's all I can think of. The like, when's the dog coming? I wanted to see this dog, and it never turned up day one. And I was like, "I'm just, I'm, so I'm really this is quite a perfect disappointed."
1: Ex- example of how Steph got her hormones into the state that she did because she was worrying so much about the little things um, in the future and struggling to stay grounded in the moment. So I guess what I'm trying to say is choose if, if you're looking for something to reduce those cortisol and stress hormones, find something that gives you joy and grounds you, not other people on the planet. And if you're finding – now, there's, there is a point where you do need to persevere with some things uh, and often <laughs> what we're resistant to is what we need the most. And so in your case with yoga, what I would recommend is um, experimenting with, with a couple of instructors, do shorter sessions like 20, 30 minutes rather than trying to push through 90 minutes.
0: Um, oh, that, which that is was just a 30-minute
1: <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad you started there (laughs) and know that there are like so many different styles of yoga I mean that's a whole other conversation but um you might want to choose a mobility session as opposed to a yoga class if that just doesn't work for you it's not that you shouldn't do it and can't do it it's just finding another way that works for you um you might find it more relaxing to jump on a foam roller on your lounge room floor with Frankie playing around you with some cool tunes or have a mate on FaceTime to chat to while you're doing it and that brings you joy and reduces your cortisol levels, then that's what you need to do.
0: Uh, oh, that level. sounds much more appealing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, for the listeners, just design something that works well, create a space, create an environment that you want to go to for these quote-unquote fluffy activities that Um, (laughs) rejuvenate you and (laughs) start bringing a resemblance of balance into our lives because endurance sport and triathlon isn't a natural thing for our body to to go through and we have to respect the distance and we have to respect the training and to Mm. do that, it's matching it with um, some recovery strategies that go beyond just soaking your legs. It needs to be... um, (laughs) This is such a fluffy statement, but it's what came to mind, body, mind, and spirit (laughs) incorporated. So much fluff. (laughs) Fluff. For example, I've forgotten the statistic now. I'm pretty sure it's 60%. But listening to music that brings you joy and grounds you and brings you into the moment will reduce stress hormones by 50 60%. It's pretty gnarly. It can be as simple as that. You oh, could wow. dance it out in your, in your lounge room. Uh, it, and for others, it might be going outside, putting your feet in on the grass or in the sand and taking some um, mindful breaths and uh, utilising a gratitude pr- um, practice. There's no one-size-fits-all for this thing.
0: Right. So when you say, sorry, mindful breaths, yeah. Do, do you mean like when they say okay, concentrate on breathing in through the nose cuz I want to punch those people. <laughs>
1: Tell me when you hear the word concentrate does that make you stress less? It,
0: yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a really good point. Wow. Okay. Mm. But when it's you do what similar do you to mean what Kendall by was mind saying around language. Sorry interrupting you. Ah, uh, yeah no no that's okay but yeah when when you're saying mindful breathing mm. is that what you mean just constant not constant I said the word again <laughs> um what what do you mean I'll stop trying mindful, to guess what do you mean by that that's okay
1: it's about being in the moment
0: and right. so all
1: your intention is focused on simply breathing and that might, and I know that might sound ridiculous, but mm-hmm. if you can think about the expansion of your belly and your diaphragm, and feel the breath, come. you just—you just did a belly breath. I
0: could hear it. Oh really? Oh, I was. <laughs> I was trying. I was practicing. Look at that. that. Fits. Yeah.
1: So everyone breathes with me now. <laughs> 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 um. Mm. Uh, oh. Three belly breaths is all it takes, again, to bring cortisol and stress hormones down. So in the midst of wrangling kids, wrangling uncertainty, um, losing jobs, calling Centrelink, <laughs> all these things. Oh, all, God. I, yeah. The gift I could give to you is just to take three belly breaths and do a big sigh on the exhale or take your time on the exhale that will shift your whole physiology and it's taking those five seconds multiple times throughout the day that actually do does make a big dent in terms of hormonal balance so for those reaching for expensive protocols and supplements and all the the magic pills to feel better i hate to say it because you're gonna hate me saying it but (laughs) the solution is right in front of you it's really simple to take those mindful breaths multiple times throughout the day and just decompress your system. Um, Or you can integrate it into food. And so I know this is one that you'll (laughs) resonate with. Your mindfulness breath could be mindfulness chewing. It's just taking when you're eating, you sit there rather than having phones and computers and multiple things happening at once and you chew your food and you taste your food and you really pay attention to what's going on in your mouth. Uh, mindfulness can be as simple as that. And that has a really big impact. I know it sounds fluffy, but again, there's a physiological cascade that happens when you do that. There's a digestive cascade. So by chewing your food and being more mindful, uh, that also changes the digestive juices in your stomach to get more nutrients out of your food. And people don't do these little things because they seem fluffy, but they make an abundant difference.
0: I... Don't remember the last time I didn't eat food in front of my computer.
1: Oh, I've
0: I've gone back we've, into we've, some bad habits.
1: We've got some work to do. Okay, I've got <laughs> a little challenge for you. I know oh, okay, challenge love, I can love do. Love challenging <laughs> and goals and numbers and data. So I've got uh, the Rejuvenation Protocol, which is a, a mini ebook that helps bring all this fluffy stuff into a world of uh, data and performance so essentially you're going to rack up points for doing things that add to your recovery rejuvenation self-care whatever term you want to use right this is going to be an impossible one but if you give yourself nine and nine hours sleep plus you get 50 points so no,
0: mate oh, I fr- actually put frankie sleep- onto that for me <laughs> i i have to say i think Sleep is something that I've worked really hard on changing since you, since my breakdown. And it's sleep is something that I do nail the majority of the time. Beautiful. So 50 points there for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hydrating, rehydrating with water or Mm. electrolytes, you can get 40 points. And in terms of the goal of what you're trying to achieve at a time, That we're in at the moment, in terms of lots of change and uncertainty and heightened stress and weirdness, I would say people need about 100 points a day as an example. Right. Um, So, you could get, if you were brave enough to do yoga again, you could get 35 points for that, or 25 for like a mobility, flexibility, or TLC session. So, tender, loving care, (laughs) jumping on your foam roller and um, mobilizing is a a sexier way to put it if you want to do a TLC
0: session. Uh, okay. I didn't know where you were going with TLC. <laughs> you just okay. said TLC and sexier and I was like. Uh, <laughs> well,
1: actually, that brings us to another one that you can get points for. So um, ah. orgasms are totally there for bringing down cortisol and, and um, stress responses. So put that on the on the list. <laughs> All
0: right. Um, so babies, mm. here we come.
1: <laughs> yeah there's totally going to be a boom for sure it'll go one by the way um, people book their vasectomies as soon as this thing's over yeah. or there'll be lots of babies
0: totally um
1: anyway we digress uh you can get points for compression timing compression boots um ice baths hot and cold water immersion going for a recovery walk or spin or swim uh anyway it's all outlined But that would be where you could give yourself a challenge to choose things off this list in the rejuvenation protocol and see how many points you could rack up with the goal of just starting at 50 and see how you go. Um, That sleep one sounds like an easy win for you. And essentially the idea behind this is we're trying to match our life stress with uh, recovery. So the idea is that at heightened times of stress, you increase these practices for the overall goal right. of hormonal health. And what I want to stress is it's not a matter of if these things come on top of you, it's a matter of when. I've seen that time and time again and that's what's become really clear over the last five to eight years of um, diving into this stuff with athletes it hits everyone at some point if they don't respect the pressure that mm. they're putting on their body and their mind. And that's a hard reality to face. And it right. was actually, it came up, um, in, again, in the Wits Up Mothers group, there was that talk around um, women losing their menstrual cycle, their period, and how it mm. used to be a bit of a badge of honour. Uh, and yeah, that has definitely shifted. Yeah, yeah And okay. that's that's another example of it's not a matter of if that becomes a problem, it's a matter of when. Or when it might happen right. if you're doing too much training or not eating enough or not recovering enough. It's it's science, it's physiology, your body will say no.
0: Yep. I'm letting all this sink in. I'm just remembering yeah, all this I'm, stuff you told me. and I'm like, sink. oh, <laughs> <sighs> breathe. <laughs> yeah,
1: not telling what to do, just a suggestion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but and, and we and we joke uh, that I'm quite resistant to it. Um, but and I guess that's part of. And you said this, you know, five to eight years ago, there was a lot of resistance. You felt like um, uh, until I guess you started receiving a bit more feedback. Uh, the discussion wasn't out there Um, and now that's, the channels have been opened a little bit but how, other than myself, are, are you finding that you are dealing with, how are people coming to you? Are that is it because they've finally gone, oh, yep, yeah, this is me or are you finding people um, are trying to prevent it rather than finding a cure through you I guess is what I'm trying to find out.
1: I've just inspired a visual model that I think I need to map. But (laughs) to summarise.
0: Such uh, a nerd.
1: (laughs) Back in the day, (laughs) it would have been 95% people coming to me at their wits end, broken, in despair, loss of period, or for male athletes that their testosterone's bottomed out, they've got no libido or they're having fertility issues, et cetera. So there's a a lot of reasons for it. But yes, majority were coming at their wits end and uh, at a point where they've either DNF'd, unable to complete races, spending most days in bed. Their work performance is also down. Relationships are challenged. It's not pretty. So that Mm -hmm. was 95% of people coming to me. And then that's definitely shifted over the years and people are much more proactive and interested. Because people were like you um, and myself and others share their stories and Snowy did as well on the WhatsApp platform.
0: Um, uh, we're talking about Emma's snowsill as so well, sorry, just for anyone who yep. hasn't. No, you no, know I said snowy earlier. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Emma Fredino. Sorry, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take me back to where I was. What was I talking about? Um, so now you find – so it used to be people were coming to you when they, they were at their wit's end, but now that's sort of starting to change because we are sharing stories so people are recognising signs, I guess, in themselves yeah. and coming to you before all things get too bad.
1: Yeah, they recognise signs. They recognise that they don't have to suffer through these pursuits, Mm -hmm. that there's a better way um, that you can enjoy this sport without being dog-tired all the time or being grumpy with everyone around you. There's Mm -hmm. a better way. Matt Dixon put it perfectly however many years ago. With his first book, that you should be training the least amount of hours possible to achieve your goals. And I think that sums it up brilliantly. Yep. And the science of uh training is finding that magic formula. And that's what coaches are for.
0: <laughs> but how many or oh, might be throwing you under the bus right now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> how <laughs> okay, many could do it. <laughs> yep. How many coaches do you think are out there who understand this side of what essentially should be part of a coach's role, I believe.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's changed. It's It's definitely increasing. (laughs) Now it's definitely increasing. That's what I want to say on the positive. So where I got most resistance five to eight years ago was with coaches. And then that's what right. I've seen a massive increase with is them coming to me and saying, hey, how do I learn this stuff so I can help my athletes with this stuff? Uh, and when I say stuff, <laughs> I mean burnout, fatigue, hormone imbalance, gut issues um, and, and performance issues. Right. So there's, it's, it's increasing. It's, of course, it's not the norm um, through education. I've got to be careful here um (laughs) it's it's limited um for coaches right so it's not part of yeah the standard education process
0: yeah and I guess that's another reason why I want to be able to get you on our platform more often because Let's let's help give coaches and people the tools to be able to look after themselves better. And I just think you're you're so good at communicating this stuff and patient. My God, you're so patient. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's where I'm coming from in terms of the the WitsUp platform. Um, I wanted to. So we were just talking a second ago about recognizing signs and trying to yeah. prevent these kind of things from happening. Um, and I think that's why, again, I just reached out to you to get you back on board with up. Now let's, um, you, you said this earlier, you've just had a child. Uh, so, you know, the the nine months of, um, growing this child and then having said child, you know, you, there's, there's a few reasons why we haven't had you on the wits up platform for a while. Um, and I, I just think now is the perfect time to get you back um, and we want you back is where, I, where I'm coming from. Absolutely. But- I, last
1: year I, I – and th- what's interesting is um, it's a personal anecdote that probably helps bring this together or help my people might resonate.
0: Last sure. year
1: I took on postgraduate study. Uh, I had mm. holistic endurance my business. I have another role as a business manager. We renovated an, our house as an extension. I grew a human. My husband did Ultraman. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there was something else that happened. Anyway, it was an epic year. Yep. One, I was fertile and able to make a baby during all that. And two, I did not break down. If that was me trying to take on all those things five, eight years ago, I, it wouldn't have been possible and I thrived and had the best year of my life and that was only possible because I did the fluffy stuff that I was resistant to however many years ago. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's really cool to reflect on. Um, for me it did take yeah. a lot longer because I, I pushed the boundaries for so long in the early days um, you know, work throughout uni, full-time degree, two to three jobs, high achiever, triathlon, partying. I think I would, you know, stay on a dance floor till 2 or 3 a.m. and then go do a triathlon. It was absurd um, and yeah. that caught up, caught up with me. I don't recommend it at all. Um, and then I don't know where I was going with this story, but uh, I, I get that people are... I get the resistance I've been there, but just know that on the other side is a hell of a lot of opportunity. Um, Mm. And so in terms of what to look for and recognise in signs and symptoms in yourself or others, because it's really your training buddies that might pick up on this more than you will, particularly if you're grumpy and snappy. (laughs) You don't want to hear it, but you probably need to. Uh, So for female athletes, the first sign of health is a menstrual cycle and one ideally that is regular and that that term uh, is individual. So a regular cycle can be a 25 to 32 day. Outside of that, we want to look at what might be uh, contributing to a shorter cycle or a longer cycle or um, a cycle that's not coming at all. That's your first window of health for guys. We need to look at libido, mood, and motivation. They're probably the key factors to um, early warning signs. Where I find athletes struggle with seeing the warning signs of hormone imbalance or burnout is fatigue, soreness. Um, fatigue and soreness are seen as badges of honour
0: that
1: mm. they're not necessarily normal, they're common. Uh, yes, we should fluctuate in and out of some DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, but we, we shouldn't feel hectically tired and knackered and spent all the time and you can go out for five, six-hour rides and not be quote-unquote smashed afterwards. The idea is not to get smashed. <laughs> Yeah, and I th- think when athletes can realise the potential of performance that lies in—I p- don't—I was going to say pulling back, but it's not. It's honing in on the right zones for optimal performance. You don't have to, uh, yeah, suffer your way through this this sport, which used to yeah. be the, um, I guess, the community norm that was celebrated the more smashed you were yeah the higher in regard you were
0: yeah absolutely and i think uh and again um that can um you can you can look at the the sporting aspect of things and that also equates to everyday life work um the, the world that we live in right now um and just just using myself as an example, um, when so essentially, Breddy lost his job. Pretty much one of the first industries. Um, yeah. Well, not I shouldn't say first industries because um, chefs are still working in cafes here in uh, in Australia and, and doing takeaway food and stuff. But he works in corporate, and all of the corporates got told to work from home, so he had no one to cook for. So he was he was one of Except the, the first. <laughs> correct. Um, yeah. So he was one of the first people to sort of be stood down. Um, and then, so I went into massive overdrive to, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to be the sole, um, moneymaker in this household for a while. Um, and I went full tilt, um, which to an extent it had to, like, I had to really come up with some quick solutions, um, and get them out pretty quickly. Um, but after about six or seven days of just going from spending some quality time with Frankie, which that, that makes my heart sort, like that is my absolutely hands down my favorite thing to do every single day. But all that went, not completely, but I didn't have my little mate by my side all day every day for six or seven days straight because um, mm. I went into that mode of fix it. We need to fix stuff and we need to get things sorted. Um, and on about day six or seven, I can't remember, I recognised a lot of the signs that you have talked about today but Aww. you've taught me about in the past. Um Crowd. And a lot of it, well, yeah, and, <laughs> it, and and a big one of the signs was anxiety and yeah. I, I, fe- like, I actually felt my chest tightening. Um, mm. Actually, before on one of those mothers' group um, chats, ju- like – Ten minutes before we started, my chest was so tight, um, and I'd said to Meredith before we went live, "I'm feeling really anxious. I'm not like I know I can pull off this this chat, no dramas, but I am just feeling super anxious about life." And anyway, after all of that, I was like, "I need to just shut everything down." I closed everything down, went and laid on the bed for a little bit, um, and just took my weight myself away. as as far away from the issues as I could at the moment while we're in isolation and just shut my eyes for a little bit and then got up again the next day and I felt like I could get back into to things but I guess at a I don't know at a different level because I you know I'm always going to yeah and I know I know I'm going to constantly make mistakes and stuff up but I feel like I'm better at recognizing those signs purely through you and this is Honestly, it's because of the tools that you've given me to be able to recognize those things before things get too bad. Um, yeah. And, and and putting an emphasis on that and prioritizing that, that side of my health over everything else because if that is not right, nothing else is going to work.
1: No, you can't think clearly, you can't function properly. And from what you just said, there's no. immense uh, strength in that vulnerability and just being able to recognize and own the fact that you're not in a great place and mm. give yourself what you need in that moment. And, a, yeah, sign of progression is when you start doing that on, say, day three instead of day seven um, mm. or when you can recognize, say, the flutter in your chest before it feels like there's a truck on your chest. Hmm. I guess that's the difference. It's not what's really important is I'm not saying you're going to be, people are going to be void of uh, stressful Mm. emotions or physical reactions and anxiety. That's not the idea. Life is going to happen. But what we Mm. can do is change how we respond to it, which is what you just did and and described. One, you were open about it, owned your vulnerability, uh, talking to Meredith, and then two, responded to it and gave your mind body what it needed in that yeah. time and what you can then carry on is like you just recognize it's like well i had six to seven days without as much frankie time how do i take on the wits up world with more frankie time and how do i integrate the two because i've recognized that i need that um mm. and for others that's where you've just got to uh brainstorm your joy moments or uh, bucket full moments bucket and, full I like that yeah <laughs> and I can yeah. look so different for everyone I think that's what I, what I really want to stress is <laughs> just find what works for you it's not going to be the same as everyone um and that's that's the key, really, and yes, we. I could go into all the science of, say, gut health and inflammation and hormones, and which I've written articles on, and we can absolutely direct people to. But at the crux of it is the, this: the simplistic nature, and because it's so simple, is why people usually don't do it, or stray away from it, or resistant yep. to it, because it seems too simple, too good to be true, mm. in a way. Um, take a moment to hug the people that you live with, not the people outside Mm. (laughs) of your home (laughs) at the moment. Uh turn on some tunes, dance it out, even if you feel terrible, or it might be a case of just taking yourself to bed, reading a book, watching a trashy TV show, whatever it's going to take. But allow yourself to do it. So while you give yourself that, it is a gift to yourself. Don't beat yourself up about it. And that is so much easier said than done. But just relish in the choice that you make because they are choices in uh to yeah fill up the bucket
0: i like that relish in the choice that you make Mm. that's a great one it's a great quote i'm just gonna write that down so i can steal it for later do it um (laughs) um I'm I'm really conscious that I because we spoke for about half an hour before we actually hit record so now I've had you away from your little one and time is very very precious as a new mother so we've been going for an hour and a half I would like to wrap things up now um and almost say to our audience, what, you know, where can we go from here with Katie? What do you want to know about specifically? Because our whole thing is we're going to have you as a, a regular writer, speaker, whatever on on Up. So, and I think the key is to find out exactly what people are after. And you know, we might even do a Q and A session. Um, Love to. At, at, yeah, I, I figured I might throw totally throwing you under the bus now. Like, Katie's going to do all of these amazing things, and you're like, "Why? I just had a kid." Uh, but um, yeah, so that's that's where I think it's a great place to 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 round things up. And I think uh, when you said the and gut health, you touched on that just just then, and that is definitely an important thing that we're going to get to. But I feel like that's almost a whole podcast in itself, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're all big topics, yeah. but I'd really love to hear what people are actually interested in right now, uh, because mm. these are all big topics that we can speak to and discuss. Um, but let yeah, let's just hear what people want to know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And w- w- what you said that um, at the end of the day, the takeaway from our chat today is about those simple things that can obviously make a big difference, and it's not um everyone can do it anyone can do it wherever they are and they will make a big difference particularly um with the state of play in the world right now um and like you just said relish in the choices that you make uh i love that i think that might be the title of this episode uh (laughs) but i wanted to just quickly go back to that rejuvenation protocol uh, where you're challenging me to do a few things. You said there was a, a list, or you've got an ebook about it. Can people, like, why don't we get our followers to give that a go as well and provide you with some feedback if they want? Yes, to.
1: let's do it. I would love to see um, people's rejuvenation practices and points racking up over on on social. So I will give you the link to the ebook and I'll set up a discount code for up peeps. Brilliant. And thank you. And let's see how we go.
0: Mate, you social are experiment. a legend. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. Wait, mate, what if this whole thing is just one massive social experiment by Being a scientist? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Don't do 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 again. Do. <laughs> um, thank you so so much. Um I th- yeah, we we spoke about before we went live with this that we didn't know exactly where this conversation was go was going to go, but it went in the exact direction I wanted it to. If that makes sense.
1: Awesome. I'm glad that's so good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of takeaways from our chat, and I hope that people have got stuff out there, uh, stuff from it, out there.
1: And big thanks to you as well. like far out. Just thinking about five years ago when I launched the ebook, originally, you know. It wouldn't have become what it did without the Wits Up community and you helping me launch that platform and re- be really passionate about creating this change, particularly for women in sport. The hormonal issues are perhaps more prevalent. And I actually, I want to say I didn't touch on postmenopausal women before. I haven't forgotten about you.
0: Um, your uh, picture yep. of
1: health still relates to hormonal symptoms around fatigue and libido uh, and weight. And gut. There's there's lots of elements. So maybe that's another podcast.
0: <laughs> Love it. We'll just start making notes. And uh, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of things to talk about, and plenty of people willing to listen. Katie, thank you so much for joining me, taking time out of your very um, precious day with your little mate. Um, but we will chat to you again very soon. Excited. Thank you, Steph. Thanks, mate.